Hi everyone, welcome to the Aussie Age Gripper, week six. Uh, this is just a little podcast dedicated to the everyday triathlete. If you've ever been bitten by the triathlon bug, you have to balance work and family life with training, you try and squeeze sessions in before the kids wake up or after they've gone to bed, and you might dream of the day you can go for a swim, ride or run during the middle of the working week, then you've come to the right place. Okay, week six. Uh, what is this week two of the second build so um, bigger week uh, building on what we did last week and um, a bit of an interrupted week i've got a couple of things on got an event on at the end of the week um, so not quite the same uh, format that the last uh, the last week has taken or the last few weeks have taken so uh, looking at tomorrow um, into a swim so just three and a half k swim I'll head up to the university straight after work and get that done. Uh, Tuesday is a one hour run uh, just on the flat. Uh, I've got to get that done pretty much straight after work because I've actually got a, um, an online meeting later on uh, that, that afternoon that I've got to get to. So um, yeah, time will be of the essence in that one. Uh, Wednesday uh, will actually be my long ride day. Uh, I've got some things I need to take care of um, in the morning and then I will um, get that done in the afternoon. Thursday, moving into a long run. What are we looking at? 17.5Ks with some efforts. Friday, 3.5K swim. And then the weekend gets a bit weird. Um, Because I've already done my long ride, I normally do that on a Saturday. I'll actually doing that on the Wednesday now. So Saturday I'm going to be down in Melbourne. Uh, I've got some training I need to do down around there, but uh, generally it's a bit of an easier day that day this time around. Because on the Sunday, and the reason I'm heading down to Melbourne, is uh, to do the Run Melbourne event. So I'm actually going to race the half marathon. Uh, I'm doing it with, uh, under the, we're wearing a new top down there, so it's for Team Sylvie Sunshine, um, which is a charity set up by... um, a friend of mine who I was actually meant to ride uh, up in the Grampians with last week and the weather got in front of us. So uh, Steve and his partner, Emma, have set up this Team Sylvie Sunshine in honour of their uh, of their daughter. Um, and we are racing, and there's, I think there's, I read in the email, there's um, over 200 or 250 uh, runners getting around and there's about 70 of us in the half marathon wearing the same, the same outfit. So it's going to be fantastic. Pretty early start. Uh, we'll get up. Go, I'll go do a bit of a warm-up, go and um, get the group photo, head over to the run, and then following that I will come back to the car where I'll have my bike tucked away and uh, I'll get out for an hour, um, just a nice easy hour ride if the weather stays nice for me, uh, just in Melbourne before heading home on the Sunday. So not something that I do a lot of is riding in Melbourne. And when I am down there it's usually for an event and it's going to be a ride you know down along beach road or somewhere down around there for an, for a triathlon event so uh, the plan is to sort of just yeah take it nice and easy or jump on the bike paths and uh, sort of follow the yarra for a little bit because i see a few people do that and, and really enjoy it so um, that's the uh, that's the plan for the week in terms of work uh yeah we're into training i've got a group that i'm working with um so you know there's a bit of time taken up with those guys but uh you know, it still means that I can't really do any training in the morning. Uh, everything happens in the afternoon. And uh, it's all tracking nicely. I um, 
who's looking at the schedule for both uh, Finland and for Nice um, yesterday, and uh, it was looking pretty good actually. It's it's very busy. Um, there's a there's a lot happening, and I didn't realise like normally with an Ironman event, you know, everything sort of starts on about the Wednesday, I think it is, maybe the Thursday. But um, in terms of the schedule for the full distance world champs, you know, they the schedule actually starts the previous Saturday for you know swims and the like, um, and then you know depending on which language you speak will determine which race briefing you go to later in the week. So you know most of the languages are sort of covered off on Wednesday or Thursday, but um, those speaking English have to wait until I think it's like eight or eight thirty on the Friday night prior to the event to to actually go to the race briefing. So looking forward to getting the uh, the documents come through. Um, some it's all starting to line up, but. Um, yeah, there's still a number of things that we need to get done, but uh, we shall keep the training going. Everything's tracking okay, and uh, we hope you enjoy your week, and I'll uh, chat to you soon. Okay, and we're back one week later. Hope it's been a good week for you. Weather's actually been pretty good this week. Uh, I even saw the sunshine today. I think there was a decent old frost here at home, but uh, I was down in Melbourne, and it was uh, very damn cold, so... Uh, we'll come to that one shortly. So, looking back over the week, um, yeah, it all went really, really well. Uh, I got a swim in on the Monday up at uh, the uni. Um, on Tuesday, I uh, got out for that run and got that done pretty much as soon as I got home because I had a, had a meeting that afternoon or that evening to do. Uh, my long ride on uh, Wednesday was actually really nice. It was. Uh, the weather was really nice, in, is what I'm trying to say. Um, the sun actually popped its head out, and we had uh, a lot of wind, unfortunately, uh, and it was fairly fresh, but the sun was out, and that was the main thing. I hadn't seen it for what seemed like ages. So uh, I was more than prepared to do the long ride on the trainer, um, but the weather was uh, conducive to me getting outside. So uh, my ride consisted of riding from my place in Creswick, and I headed south and I rode down to Bunanyong, uh, which is about 35 k's away. It kind of took the back way, didn't go through Ballarat, I, I skirted around it. And then proceeded to do repeats up and down Mount Bunanyong, uh, some of which is on the, um, the National uh, Championship cycling course uh, up and down Mount Bunanyong. So, uh, but I rode, for those that are familiar with Mount Bunanyong, went all the way up to the top, up where the fire tower is, then looped back down and... Um, yeah, she was pretty fresh up there that time. Uh, I was getting some messages that I was replying to up the top and I had to sort of cut them short because it was just the wind was just zipping through and uh, it was really quite cold. But I think I did four repeats of Mount Bunanyong uh, and I was looking at the Strava data later on and you know, I was pretty happy with how I went. I was on the road bike and felt pretty good and you know, it was taking me around about 20 minutes to go from the very bottom, which is right down at the roundabout in the Bunanyong Township, to the very, very top, which is where the fire tower is. Uh, average pace of um, around about the 15 to 16k an hour. And uh, a section of that is actually the um, uh, the King of the Mountain uh, section for the, the, the uh, national championships. And looking at Strava, I was pretty happy. thought it was okay, and I thought, I'll just have a look at the leaderboard. And, of course, being the national championship course all of the pro riders ride it and half the guys in the top 10 are currently racing up and down mountains in um in france and it just blew me away the gap between and top of the line elite um 
a cyclist and well me you know a mid 40s age group athlete who keeps fit is relatively fit or very yeah relatively fit for my age and um you know pretty active uh, essentially they doubled my although sorry they they were double my speed so where i went up at about um, 15k an hour uh, they were doing it in just over 30, which is just nuts. Um, you know, the, the leaderboard, I think the, the person at the front there was um, 31.2 kilometer average, which is just crazy. Anyway, it was a really good time. Um, up and down four times, got the uh, the elevations in to sort of um, get some of that prep in. We are limited in terms of the big longer stuff around Ballarat. You know, we've got Mount Buninyong and uh, then we kind of have to sort of start looking a, a bit further afield so out towards the Grampians like we were meant to do last week or uh, maybe down along Great Ocean Road or possibly even sort of um, heading up towards northeast Victoria to actually chase up some of the, uh, the, the snow mountains but uh, you can't actually ride up them at the moment due to the snow season so they're all closed um, to the snow traffic. Uh, and then it was a ride home which was um, challenging in itself because it's essentially uphill uh, from Bunanyong to home and uh, it was windy and it was a headwind and it was a cold headwind so uh, I definitely felt it by the time I got home but it was uh, it was um, it was a really good session to get out and have done so that was uh, Wednesday on Thursday uh, I was back to work and then I had a long run that afternoon uh, it was 17 and a half k's and uh, we were doing 2k efforts and we did five of those so um, I actually felt really good at the end of that. It was sort of went through the 17.5Ks in an hour 28 um, on a relatively flat area out here in Creswick, as flat as I can find, um, mostly off-road. Uh, it was on a like a bit of a dirt road and then a rail, what we call the rail trail. It's just a disused railway that um, people now drive along. Uh, but no, it went really well. Then Friday, end of the week, um, back up to the uni, uh, I was pretty exhausted by the end of the week, so I was, uh, yeah, it was a bit, motivation was a bit lacking on the on the swim, but uh, we got it done. We we got through the three and a half k in an hour, or so, uh, and then it was off to Melbourne, and um, I didn't have anything scheduled for yesterday, being the Saturday, uh, because I was um, down at um, the Triathlon Victoria uh, head office, and we spent the day sort of uh, looking at my techniques um, and looking at each other's techniques and essentially providing feedback to each other so um, it was really really valuable um, little session it was not so much a coach session but a, a chance to sort of analyze each other and, and provide a bit of feedback and given that I'm someone who does a lot of training on my own um, and I don't get down to Geelong as often as I perhaps like to to have you know uh, my running or cycling or even and especially my swimming looked at uh, it was really handy just to sort of be able to lump all that into one day and, and have some um, experienced people and inexperienced people uh, cast their eye over and offer a few tidbits and suggestions which was really really good um, and then we stayed the night in came down on the in the, on the train and we caught up and we stayed in stayed in town and then it was a very early start this morning so I was up at uh, about 20 past four I think it was this morning um, to get up have some brekkie get my nutrition into me um, in, a, in preparation for doing the half marathon at the run Melbourne event and 
Uh, we were watching the news last night and they said it's the, the coldest day in 12 months predicted for today and yeah, they didn't let us down on that one. It was it was absolutely freezing this morning. It wasn't wet, thank God, um, but it was really cold. And uh, did my little warm-up run, which was about 3.5k. I was staying about 3.5k away, so I, I jogged over. Um, that was really good, warmed me up. Um, but then, of course, we stopped and uh, I started sweating and then I started cooling down and I was really concerned that I was going to um, either cramp or um, do myself an injury. So it was a bit of a battle just to try and, one, stay warm, but also stay loose. And... Um, yeah, we had our group photo for Team Sylvia. It was really good. I haven't got a copy of it yet, but there was plenty of us there. And, uh, yeah, it was over to race start. And, um, yeah, I actually had a day out. I um, decided that I wasn't going to look at my um, pace at all. Didn't didn't want to look at it at all. I wanted to run by feel. Um, and on my watch, I had cadence only showing because it's been a big focus to try and... Um, to try and do that um, managed to get sort of towards the front of the um, of the start line because you know there was i think they said there was a total across all the distances there i think there was about twenty thousand people competing uh, there wasn't that many in the half marathon but you know there was definitely a few thousand um, but i wanted to be sort of up near the front so that uh, i wasn't sort of being run over the top of by people behind me or having to run through a lot of the field as well i wanted to sort of try and keep a bit of open space because I've done those before where you start and you're all ready to go and you kind of walk the first, you know, few hundred metres while everyone try and finds their space. Anyway, started well. I think, I think it was a great course. You um, started on Batman Avenue, headed down Flinders, uh, up over, um, oh, sorry, down then down Spencer and up and over Collins, just beside um, Spencer Street Station or Southern Cross Station. And then you hooked around and you did a big loop in through Docklands. Uh, which is quite pretty actually, um, and then back over a pedestrian bridge uh, along South Bank, and uh, then you were um, heading into the Royal Botanic Gardens, uh, sort of a bit of a loop and a couple of little out and backs in there, uh, crossed over, went into Faulkner Garden Gardens, which is right near the Alfred Hospital, um, loop around from there, and then you sort of you had about four or five k to go from there and. Uh, uh, made your way back in um, into Birrarungma and then there's a pedestrian access up and over the top of Batman Avenue and it sort of brings you right in between uh, Rod Laver and I think it's called Margaret Court Arena or maybe that got changed, I can't remember but um, yeah, the other one there might, or might be Vodafone Arena, I can't remember the name of it and brought you in there and it was a really well run event they had a fantastic um, event village the finish line area was fantastic. They had these massive screens that you could sort of watch everyone finishing on. It was a really big finish area. And, uh, yeah, no, I was managed to maintain my cadence. So the aim was to keep it in the high 170s. And uh, that, that was definitely um, achieved. And then looked at my time. Um, and I must admit, I had a little squeaky, a sneaky look at it um, at about 2k to go. I throw, yeah, 2k to go when uh, someone else in the same Sylvie Sunshine uh, shirt popped up beside me. Uh, and he said, oh, I want to go under 90 minutes. Do you think oh, do you think we'll get there? And I looked at it and at which point I looked at it and went, well, we're well and truly going to beat it by about four or five minutes. So uh, crossed the line and um, yeah no I crossed in 126.57 uh, 
um, which and it was a little bit long the course um, so I think my personal best now for half marathon is now 126 28 uh, which is awesome um, but more impressive for me anyway than that was the fact that um, it wasn't just the half marathon that I PB'd uh, sorry 126.36 was, uh, go back again yeah 126.28 for the half marathon uh, but most impressive for me was I set a PB for my 5k uh, for my 10k and then for the half marathon so um, you know, I started off at 3.55 pace um, at the 5k, at 10k I was at 3.59 so I hadn't dropped a huge amount in, um, in that second five, uh, that, yeah, that second five uh, kilometre block there was a couple of little lumpy bits um, and then it got a lot more lumpier between 10 and 15 because you were out through uh, the Botanic Gardens um, and they like to throw in some of the hills there that they use in the Melbourne Marathon. So it did drop off just a little bit, but I finished the half marathon at an average of 4.06 uh, pace, which is pretty bloody good for me. I'm actually really, really happy with it. So just shows um, being consistent with your training and adhering to the program and listening to your coach and doing as you're told and taking on feedback and everything else um, is very beneficial so we're six weeks into the program now um, if it's not green ticks in training peaks it's an orange and I think there's like two sessions that were an orange and one was a swim that I went a bit quick um, and I think there was another one where I might have miscalculated my distance and I might have missed it by 500 meters or something like that so as a result it went to or, um, yeah, like the yellowy orangey color uh, so there's no red in my training peaks at the moment it's essentially all green uh, and the, the benefits are there for, for me to see you know it's um, a very consistent run um, in the half marathon so it was really really good the only issue with it was that I kind of wanted to hang around at the finish and um, it was so damn cold um, and I really only had I didn't really have pants or anything with me um, because I jogged over I did have a jumper and I put that on but I started to feel myself tighten and start to cramp up so I and I wanted to get my cool down run done, so I um, then jogged back over to catch up with, with Emily. We were then going to go for a ride along the river, but um, yeah, again, it was pretty bloody cold. So um, the motivation from Em, she didn't really want to, and I was okay because I was feeling really stiff. I just wanted to get in a warm shower and, um, and essentially get home. So um, we did that after some brekkie and... Got home and the sun was still out, so I managed to get my hour ride done um, out here. So feeling a lot better for it. So it's actually been a really positive week. Um, we now roll into peak week uh, for next, yeah, for the next week, um, and that will bring us to the end of the second um, block of training. Um, we'll then have recovery week after that. So uh, all things are tracking really, really well. Thanks for listening to the Aussie Age Gripper. Please feel free to find us on Facebook or Instagram. If I can ask a favour, please subscribe, give us a rating, and if you know someone who you think might enjoy this, please share it with them. Season 2 is now recording, and I'm on the lookout for more Aussie Age Groupers to talk to. Season 2 and beyond is going to be more about you and less about me. So if you know someone, or it may be you yourself, who would like to share their sporting stories, please reach out via our socials, and I'd love to get something organised. 
and it doesn't have to be triathlon. I have already interviewed a couple of triathletes, but I've also got lined up some cyclists, someone who specializes in cyclocross. I've got a gymnast and I've even got a footballer. So it doesn't matter the sport. I'm really keen to talk to you all. Please reach out and let me know. If you are someone looking at getting into triathlon, make sure you check out Geelong Performance Coaching. They can be found on Facebook, Instagram, or via their website, gpcsquad.com.au. If you have a suggestion, topic request, or a question, please send them through on either of our social media platforms. We will see you next week.